All right. Hey, Rebel Soul Pod Squad. All right, you guys. Today is a vulnerable one. I'm not like recording all of these episodes with intros and outros and shit. So bear with me as I try to get that all figured out. I'm sure at some point I will re-record the intro and it will be beautiful, but I just don't feel like doing that right now. I just want to get right to it. It's kind of how I roll anyway. So I've got my hot cup of apple tea. It's like my favorite thing in the world. And today I want to talk about some boundaries that I set in place at the beginning of the year. Well, that's more like the end of last year to combat comparison, Um, which is huge for me to even share that I struggle with this incredibly, but it's something that um, makes a lot of sense for my upbringing. And I'm also really kind of at this place where I understand where it comes from and I don't need to beat myself up about it. So, okay. So I've got my apple tea. I got my patchouli you know, diffusing in the background. I'm feeling really vibey. I'm excited to be here and share with you guys. So this episode kind of came about because the the whole thing is like, yeah, mindset only goes so far, right? <laughs> like sometimes the shifts are not enough and you actually have to take action on what's going on underneath all of the things that are coming up for you. So what worked for me is boundaries and therapy. (laughs) I've been um, in couples therapy with Kevin for what feels like ever. We've been in couples therapy since we pretty much got married. And then we, I also go um, individually as well. Super excited to meet my therapist next week and talk with her about all this um, and just share with her some of these things. But, but my therapist likes to call these um, old blocks or um, mindset leaks or whatever bricks. And they're like the things that weigh you down and you can't move forward until you put it down. And I love that. And they're just so heavy too. And comparison has always been this thing for me. And it's just always been, I might cry this episode. I'm going to really try not to, <laughs> but, um, so a little bit of my backstory, I, I grew up in Kansas. Um, I am the youngest of 10. I come from a military family. And when I say youngest of 10, I mean, there are 10 of us total. I have nine siblings and I am the baby. And I just kind of like a lot of my comparison is rooted in my birth story. And for my, from my experience, I obviously like, I don't remember my birth, but some of the things that, you know, were programmed into me were things like you're a problem. And then, um, you know, you, you cause problems, you're and you make things harder. Um, just those really that I am the problem. That is like the really big, that was like the really big thing for me, the really big story. And so just having that subconscious feeling my whole life, I would then start to compare myself to 
my siblings who weren't getting in trouble like I was or who um, it seemed to feel as if they would get different treatment. And I'm sure, you know, I want to disclaim this too. My parents are incredible humans and they, they did an, an amazing job raising 10 children, um, which sounds in retrospect, like an impossible feat. Um, and I just don't know how they did it, but they did. And we're all amazing adults and, um, and, you know, yeah, this thing kind of just happens, you know, it's like normal and they, it's, it happens like nobody did anything wrong. Right. My upbringing was really good. So anyways, for me, it comes from comparing myself to my sisters or my brothers and then asking myself like, well, what do they have that I don't? And I just couldn't understand it. And then I would put myself or find myself in situations growing up um, where these kinds of stories would come out. And then I would not have the skills or the awareness because you're a kid, right? To move through it, but then I would hold on to it. And as an adult in the coaching industry, this plays out in so many ways. And it played out in when I was a fitness and health and fitness coach too, like, especially around, um, my appearance, you know, and, you know, in the coaching industry, I'm sorry, in health and fitness industry, it's really common, you know, people get into health and fitness too, um, because of body dysmorphia or they have, um, and bulimia or over exercise. There's so much like, um, harmful things that can happen in those industries. And it's really easy for, um, especially women to, um, come into the, I mean, it's, it's hard for men too in the, in that industry as well, because there's so much pressure on the aesthetic. There's so much pressure on the look, on the feet, on the body to look a specific way. And, well, that was a really unhealthy place for me to be. And, um, the pressure that, you know, your body is, is your billboard, is your business and your body is your billboard. I actually fucking heard somebody say that <laughs> like a mentor or a coach in the industry, like your body is your billboard. And it was just like, fuck you. Like that's so toxic, but it's so true. It's so true. And in that industry, it's just very common. So that's kind of like where it really started for me. It was like, in some ways it was childhood, but in a lot of ways it was the health and fitness industry. And I was going through so much in my life, like a divorce and a custody battle and being single again. And I was a young mom, a young single mom. And there was so much stress. My body just fell apart and I felt horrible about myself. I hated the way I looked, all of that. And so this whole comparison thing can really come into place. And then what happens when you get into the coaching industry and you start to hit these milestones that give you this massive release of dopamine, what happens when you start to really build your business online and every time you um, open up the cart for something or you start selling something or you drip an offer or you tease an offer, someone wants to buy it. It's like 
immediate validation, immediate dopamine, immediate, you know, love. And then when, for, when you go through a a time in your business where that doesn't happen, it's like, oh fuck, well, what did I do? But you see all these other coaches going through that and you're like, wow, okay, what does she, what does she have that I don't? Like, I've had that before. Where did it go? Why is it gone? What happened? And then you start to go, well, what does she have that I don't? And so for me, the root of all comparison and what I believe that is, is lack. If you want to identify the root cause of a pattern like comparison. And so I started to do that, right? Because I started to notice it happening more and more and more and have conversations with my coach about this more and more and more. And so I noticed that the root cause of it for me was my birth and just a lot of feeling like I caused a lot of problems and then comparing myself to the opposite. Well, who do I need to be in order to be good enough? The good girl, the rule follower. I wasn't necessarily a rule follower, but I was, I would, I had a mask of a hard ass bitch, <laughs> but in the inside, I was very soft and like just very sensitive and very worried about what other people thought. And I think a lot of people mask their insecurities with toughness and resilience and one thing Beachbody really helped me with was not doing that, was being very open and authentic and just sharing. Because then I wouldn't have shame around it because shame loves secrecy, right? But this comparison pattern, it just kept coming up and up. And, and I'm like, what the fuck? Where is this coming from? And it was this like hunger to be good and acknowledged this hunger to be good at something, this hunger to be successful, this, um, this, like, this need to not be a problem anymore for, you know, my family to look at me and say, like, wow, you really turned yourself around, you know, um, because 2009 to 2000, like 15, 16, my life was really hard. And even, I would even say like 2004 (laughs) um, to 2015 was just a really rough decade for me. I lost a friend in a car accident. I fell into alcoholism. I didn't know how to grieve. I got into a very narcissistic, abusive relationship and did that. I moved right into another relationship, got married, had a baby or had a baby, got married, got divorced within three months. And I would often find myself going, fuck, what did I do? What did I do? I ruined everything. And now everybody has to pick up my mess And I never wanted to feel like that with my business. I never wanted to be a burden. I don't, you know, so that feeling drives me. And so then very subconsciously, so I would find myself like looking 
at other people's profiles or scrolling and, and this, this spiral would start. Oh my God, I'm not doing enough. Oh my God. I'm like not doing it the right way. Oh my God, what I'm doing isn't working. Why isn't it working? What's happening? What's going on? And it wasn't like I would stay in that place. It would just be very subtle or um, I would find myself, you know, Ooh, okay, well, I'm only going to make $40,000 this month. How can I make it, you know, like, how can I hit that goal or whatever? And it's just like the comparison and the belief that like me not being good enough was leading to a lot of un aligned behavior and unaligned, um, like thinking. And so I had to like, look at that big time in the last like two months. And I set some big boundaries with myself because I'm damn good at what I do. And I am extremely smart when it comes to business, you know, it's very natural and easy for me. And you know, when I would lose relationships or friends would get jealous of me or whatever, um, I would then blame myself and make it something about me like, oh, well, that's probably valid. But no, like I stopped celebrating myself. I stopped being proud of myself. I would just totally spiral. So I decided to set these boundaries in place. Um, I decided to unfollow a lot of people online um, but I think I follow like maybe 200 accounts. I really don't go on Facebook anymore. And um, if I do, it's very brief and I don't really scroll because I'm just like not a big fan of it um, anymore. But with Instagram, I am just like, ah, oh, it's tough. And so I had to set some big boundaries. So I decided to unfollow a lot of people and the people that I am following, I gen, genu, genuinely and um, muted them, <laughs> not from a place of like, oh my God, I don't like listening to your shit, but like really because I just, I have such big goals for this year and such a big mission to see play out that I honestly... Um, I, I just don't have the time to fall back into this pattern. Like I don't. And so I know the root, I'm doing the work to heal the root cause all the time. And I'm also taking actions on the top of making the mindset shifts, right? Because sometimes changing your thinking isn't enough. We have to back it up with action. And so for me, it was like, yes, remembering who the fuck I am and celebrating the shit out of myself. Yes, that's incredible. And that's amazing. But on top of that, I had to set boundaries around what I'm allowing myself to consume. So then when I would set these boundaries, sometimes we slip, you know, sometimes shit happens. We, we go to that play place or that page and we look and scroll and then the spiral starts again and we get a little sucked back in. That happens, right? But in those moments, I like I would have to go back and be like, wait a minute, you chose this. You have this person muted. You they don't pop up. You're not getting notifications. So if you go find yourself on their page or finding their content, then you're actually choosing to go look. 
And sometimes it's so subconscious. Like you don't even really realize you're doing it. And you're like, oh, fucking fuck. Like, I can't believe that. Okay. And so then it's like, okay, well, what then I have to ask myself, like, well, what's more important? Her content or me following through on a, on something I said I wanted for myself. And there will be a time when, you know, you do this work and you set the boundaries and you followed through and you don't feel activated. You look at someone and you feel extremely neutral or you're on social media and you don't really get activated or triggered by anything. Great. That's the end goal, right? We want to be unfuckable with. We want to be neutral and someone who doesn't get triggered. We want that. That's healthy. That's good. You know, that means that you're secure with yourself. And guess what that also means? When you feel safe with yourself, other people feel safe with you. And then the work that you can do with your clients and, and is so powerful because there's no room for you getting triggered by them. And then like counter activations, like, you know, transference when you project unprocessed emotions onto someone else or counter transference when they project onto you and then you project back onto them. Like there, that there's, there's less and less and less and less of that. The more that we do the work to truly love and accept ourselves and celebrate every piece of ourselves, the more powerful our work becomes. And that is why, like, that is, um, that's what I spent most of 2022 doing. So I'm really excited for the next episode because I'm going to be talking about, you know, the lessons I learned as a redhead and a lot of it is really this self-acceptance piece um, because, and how perfect that we have, you know, I needed to go through that, but, um, but these boundaries that I've set in place for social media to combat comparison have literally it's only January 11th and I feel so different. It's still tough, you know, like I still find I'm still a work in progress, but I feel so much better about myself. I trust myself deeper. I feel more connected to my content. You know, I just feel, I feel different. And I think that's just so cool. And I hope that this episode helped you and I hope you feel how important it is to really set those boundaries because boundaries set the foundation for expansion. They are like personal property lines that tell you what you'll allow and what you won't allow. And for me, I had to set them to say, not that I don't want these people in my life or I don't like them or anything, but I don't. I am not no longer allowing that pattern of comparison to take me over. So it's a boundary with myself around what kind of shit I will allow myself to engage in because the pattern and the behavior became unhealthy. So I hope this inspires you to look at where you might need to set boundaries with yourself 
and what 2023 is going to look like in terms of being different than every other year. So thank you so much, Pod Squad. I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace.